Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer and this is Cooney. <laughs> our, our favorite host, the kids. Yes. <laughs> Today, since we are close to St. Patrick's Day, when the whole world is at least a little bit Irish, uh, we are going to talk about books set in Ireland. We figured, you know, makes sense, right? Why not? Um, they don't yeah. have to be there for the whole time. So just something that gives us a little taste of the Emerald Isle as part of the story. Um, have either of you been to Ireland outside the pages of a book, Narelle, Valerie? Um, I haven't, although I'd love to go um, because when I was researching family history, so I have a great grandmother that was born in Belfast mm -hmm. and has a few siblings and um, story folklore in the family is that her parents and brother were killed in the fighting on the streets in Belfast. I think someone was a policeman. And so she ended up migrating to Australia with two of her sisters. And when we went back to look at the family tree, because she was Protestant, the record keeping is just not very good. So we couldn't actually track back beyond, I think, a birth certificate in the family. So I'd love to go to Belfast and do some digging around yeah. just out of curiosity Absolutely. to discover some Irish roots. Cool. Valerie? That's really interesting. I do not have any Irish roots at all, but the photos are gorgeous and the stories are interesting and that accent. <laughs> I mean, like I could listen yes. to that all day. Yeah. So yeah, if uh, somebody handed me a plane ticket, you know and there was no COVID in the world <laughs> yeah uh, then yeah. off we'd go sure sounds great I'd love to go okay we should you know plan a girls trip one weekend I'm I'm down yes. with that maybe not except I'll weekend. be traveling all weekend but ignoring that little say, technicality maybe, maybe we could stay for like two weeks because it takes yes. a while to get over there yeah and then to acclimatize to the time yeah. change yeah all yeah. that oh I know just just a minor thing you know <laughs> a little getaway so I have been twice. Um, I guess I'm the lucky one today. Um, I love it. I want to go back. My dad laughs at me because he's like, if you could go, I'm like Ireland. He's like, well, you've already been twice. I'm like, don't care. Would go back. And <laughs> that could be my only vacation destination. And I would be okay with that. Um, it's fantastic. My husband's family has Irish roots. Um, my mom's family... <laughs> is Scots Irish, which I don't think the Irish, you know, that's those Scottish Presbyterians who came over and were not particularly nice. So, um, you know, I don't think I get to claim it, but my husband's family is. So that's kind of fun. Um, all right. Well, we'll add it to our bucket list to go. I like that two week girls trip to Ireland, you mm -hmm. know, when we're all multi- Yes. gazillionaires from our books will make <laughs> that happen for sure spouses allowed um good so, yeah yeah mine would like to see it too yeah so would mine yeah. <laughs> all right so we'll just jump in i didn't have any like questions beyond that i was like it's ireland let's just we're gonna go books we're gonna dive in yeah uh dive into books so um I'm going to go first this time <laughs> um and my first I've got several I've got four um <laughs> so um my first one that I'm gonna choose is an Irish heart by Jackie Zach 
And um, it is, there's a Pelican Book Group, which is a small Christian press, has a series of books called Passport to Romance. And they yeah. have on their website for authors, um, like a whole list of countries. And then there's like things that they want you to include in your manuscript as, if you write a novella for them. And so this was clearly one that was written uh, for the Cork. Uh, Cork um, is a part of Southern Ireland. Um, uh, county requirement. County Cork. Yes, County Cork yeah. um, call that they had, but was not chosen. So, but it was fun because m my book, which maybe someone else will mention, was also written for that originally. Um, so it was fun because I could pick out the things. I'm like, oh, there's uh, that check. <laughs> so um, that's kind of fun. Um, so anyway, this is Greta Connor and she goes to Ireland to fulfill her mother's deathbed wish, um, which, which is just that she go to Ireland um, and like sort of immerse her because she is Irish roots, like go, go visit the land of your ancestry kind of thing. And uh, it turns out that in this town where she lands in Cork County uh, is a man named Aiden. And she is apparently like his ex-girlfriend's doppelganger. So she, you know, could be twins. <laughs> like, okay. and so he, he feels like he thinks that every time he sees her, they bump in or they have an interaction. He's trying to call her out. He thinks that this is his ex playing some sort of stupid game to try and get him back. Like acting like, no, I'm an American. I'm here on holiday. And he's like, give it up. You know, we're done. We're through. <laughs> this is not, this is not happening. Um, and so it's, it's really kind of fun. So there's some sort of enemies to lovers in there. There's some opposite attract. There's the mistaken identity. It's really, it's really cute and well done. Um, and just enough Irish flavor to make you feel like you took a little vacation while still in your chair. Um, really cute. I did not come across that one. Okay. Mm, that sounds interesting I feel like I see it on sale around St. Patrick's Day often. So if you are interested, go look it up. She might have it on sale for free because it is near St. Patrick's Day. So um, I might do that. Yeah. Yeah. Narelle, what's your first one? Well, my first one is Once Upon an Irish Summer by Lisa T. Berggren. And oh, I love is that the same one that's on the very top of my list? That one? <laughs> it probably is. But I'm, I'm actually, I'm surprised it's on the top of your list because it's such a big focus on history, this book. Okay. So, yeah, I actually didn't think Valerie would pick it. I know she's talked about some of Lisa's books before, but anyway. So Fiona's a PhD student um, doing her thesis in history. And um, she's basically, and she's an American from Boston going to university there or college. I keep calling it university. Ignore, ignore my confusion with terminology. And so she heads over to Western Ireland for the summer because she's researching Grace O'Malley, who was a real life um, pirate queen. She was known as in the 16th century. And one of the things that she was famous for is she had a meeting with Queen Elizabeth I and actually walked away and wasn't sort of sent to the gallows and hung because she was obviously a pirate and had a whole lot of interesting things that she oversaw or did herself. So there's a lot of legend around her. 
And um, she basically ran the, the western part of Ireland and was very involved with the Spanish who were doing fishing. And for a woman in that patriarchal society, that's rather remarkable. Yeah. So I love the history element of this book. So she's basically researching um, Grace O'Malley and looking at her as a strong, independent woman and doing all this stuff back in the 16th century. So she's gone to West Ireland, of course, where Grace was born and lived and died and all the rest of it. And so she ends up heading to this farm and is completely confused about driving on the wrong side of the road. And I so get that. Although I got confused because the wrong side of the road for her is the right side of the road for me. So that was quite hilarious <laughs> reading that first chapter because I'm like, she's talking about moving left and right. I'm like, I'm so confused. <laughs> I would be fine in Ireland. We drive on yes. the right, the correct side of the road. So I'd be sweet. But anyway, so she ends up staying on a um, farm for three months. And um, the hero in the story, Rory O'Malley, is actually a descendant of um, Grace O'Malley, the pirate queen. And um, he's there for the summer, helping out his grandfather on the farm. And his grand, he's got his great uncle there who is um, struggling with um, Alzheimer dementia type issues as well. And yeah. uh, his grandfather is determined that he's not going to be sent to an aged care facility. He's going to look after him until they both have their last breaths. And so there's a lot of complications related to that. And he's one of those strong um, men that I can do everything. I don't need help. It's all good, but it's not if that makes sense so that's another side um, aspect of the story and yeah. so she's got this little cottage to stay in and um, she's basically researching and um, got, trying to find out what was actually going on it's like I've got to near the end of my PhD but I'm not quite sure exactly what's happening and what I need to do I'm missing something and she's doing her research and I just love the the travel around Ireland, the look at the history. There's also another um, TV host that has been doing some work on this and she meets another academic who's been doing some work on it. And it's a really fun, interesting story. And if you're a history buff like I am, like I love reading to learn about history. I'll read historical romance purely because I'm interested in the historical location and setting. <laughs> then you'll absolutely love this book. It was a lot of fun. So what does Val think? And if you... My cat thinks <laughs> I shouldn't talk about it, so down she goes. Um, I was going to say that even if you don't generally pick up historical romance, you might enjoy it. Um, there is no historical romance okay. in the book. No, it's, and it's not, And it's not a time slip. It's, it's, it is purely, um, what's her name? Fiona and... Rory. Rory, right? yeah. Uh, it's purely their time period and their romance. Um, and he doesn't really want to help her. He doesn't, it, it's not that he thinks she shouldn't be snooping in the family business or anything like that. He just doesn't want to get involved. Uh, he's had his heart broken before. You know how that goes. And yeah. he's just, he's just not going to go there again. Um, but he she keeps doing things like meeting this television host that he's really suspicious of that guy and so he just keeps kind of showing up mm -hmm. uh, because he can't just let this naive girl go off and th that makes it sound like she's an 18 year old airhead and she is not okay mm -hmm. um but i did enjoy i did enjoy the historical aspects um i mean this you know it's pirates come on 
Yeah. Right. I mean, that was cool. And I didn't know that much about that time period because I don't read a lot of historical, but I did enjoy that. And um, the glimpses of Ireland were very interesting and um, and the romance was good. So, yeah. Cool. I want to read it because I love Grace O'Malley. Um, the few, very few historical fiction, just like pure historical fiction books that I have that aren't time slip. Um, are about her. They're not okay, fiction, but <laughs> there there are a couple really good. Um, yeah, I've never heard of her before. About in her. fact, I wondered at first if she was a fictional character as well, oh. and then I looked into it a bit more and found out that she was not. In fact, no, yeah, that she was real. Yeah. And, and it was and clever. I was hesitant yeah. to pick it up too because I think of of Lisa T. Bergren as not a contemporary romance author. Okay, but uh, I was looking at the blurb on. Amazon I thought no I think this I think this will will work for me and I did enjoy um, her river of time or whatever it was called uh, in Tuscany but um, it was definitely not contemporary romance so. <laughs> yeah and I, the other aspect of the story I liked was that he was a school teacher history teacher now but yeah. he'd previously been an aid worker in Afghanistan and he'd yeah. come back with um a leg injury so he was getting around on a cane so it wasn't actually easy for him to help his grandfather because he did have some mobility issues that he had or to, to help her well. either yeah yeah to walk he can't just go walking for miles and miles and miles and not have any issues with that and he also had ptsd from things that had happened in afghanistan sure. and i thought that was really well done in the story the way that was handled too cool yeah very cool Valerie, you want to go with your sure your true uh, second? <laughs> my true second is Irish Encounter by Hope Toller Doherty. I'm not sure how you pronounce her name. Um, this is um, kind of a middle-aged romance. Widow Ellen is in Galway. Uh, her daughter, she and her husband had visited once years before. He is now deceased and their daughter is in college in Ireland. And so she decides to go visit her daughter and she has a yarn shop. And so she's going to do, um, she's going to look for yarn suppliers while she's there. She's going to business and pleasure thing. And so she runs into this guy, like pretty much literally in a coffee shop. Um, and he's very cynical, very cynical. <laughs> um, and um, but he keeps showing up, as as they do in romance novels. And um, in this case too, like you said, it doesn't have to all take place in Ireland. This one didn't. It was maybe the first third or maybe half. Didn't actually check. And then she goes back to her. To her home and she's got some complications in her life there the the yarn shop her other two children who are um also college age and um this life in her small town and and in her church and she when they part after ireland the man whose name i did not write down um he was in ireland briefly for a, a friend's for his godson's wedding but he had been working uh, on a project in Africa so when they both leave Ireland he's off to Africa she's off to the U.S. and she doesn't hear from him for quite a while so it, it's um there's quite a bit of time 
passes in there and before they get back together and then the the resolutions and and so forth as they i mean we're talking three continents here right i mean yeah. we it's not just uh uh let's fall in love okay it's all <laughs> you know your house or mine um so um yeah there was a lot of kind of logistics in that whole thing as well but i i enjoyed it um so yeah i would recommend that one it's funny i i have read that one once you started talking about it i was like wait is this the one i looked for this one and i couldn't for the life of me figure out what it was called um <laughs> i loved the trip that she took while she was in ireland to the um to the sheep farm yes um yeah. that was so fun and so very ireland um it was it was really delightful <laughs> so yeah. yeah there was she went to two or three different ones <laughs> and and some the the owners were just so welcoming and charming and and another one the guy's just like well you can follow me if you want kind of thing yeah and go stomps off into his barn and she's like what do i do she was kind of offended by him but well i mean she was here for a reason so <laughs> she did and it was the most amazing yarn and all that so yeah it was it was fun from that point of view it as was. well which, which is just a minor sideline really oh, to yeah. the to that that part of the trip but uh yeah that was cool. fun good choice all right so my second one because that was i guess just our first round <laughs> so my yeah. my second one um i'm going to choose um to do, do, do ginger and brad's house by marion Uckerman. Um, it okay, is that was on my list. <laughs> of course it was. Uh, second chance, uh, set in Ireland. Ginger returns to Ireland because her mother is ill and she bumps into Brad, um, who had betrayed her when they were dating teenagers. And, uh, he's a baker. He bakes wedding cakes and she, she does something. She does something. She's a musician. Yes. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I know she does something. Yeah. Like Player. Maybe or Maybe something. And, yeah. she, and she'd been in Australia before she goes back to Ireland yes. as well. Yes. Yep. Um, and so they're they both end up getting hired for you know the same weddings. And so they keep bumping into each other. And uh then there's a gingerbread decorate house decorating contest, and she's like determined to win, and he is determined to win her. <laughs> uh and it's just it's fun uh this it is was, again a little older. it was a sweet yeah sweet see what you did there good. um it's it's really cute and fun and just you know little little pieces of ireland enough to make it so that it couldn't have been set anywhere else um which to me is kind of my bar for something that's supposed to be set in in a specific place like right. if, if there's not yeah. enough of that place that you it has to be there then you know it could have been set in ohio and no one would care but that is not the case here um this would not work in ohio so <laughs> um yeah did you did you want to add to that narelle no, I think you've pretty much covered it. I actually was, I had it down, I think it's number four on my list because I figured one of you guys would talk about it and I haven't read it for about four or five years. So yeah. I'm a bit hazy on the details. I, I need to reread it. That I had forgotten that it was Ireland. Yeah. And, it, um, I looked it up 
to, I was like, wasn't that one? And I was like digging through my, my list yeah. of books. I'm like, yes, yes, it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause yeah, it's been a while. All right. What's yeah. your second one then, Narelle? Um, I will jump to Kinsale Kisses by Elizabeth Madry. So I'm not going to talk, I've already, I've spoken about this book at least twice in the past in previous episodes. So if you go searching through um, the show notes, you'll you'll find this book. (laughs) If you haven't listened to those episodes, go find them in the, in the history of the backlog of our 60 something episodes. Um, Yes, but I love this story. It was so fun. And she's an American who she's lost her parents and she's gone to Ireland and her aunt has a and b and so she thinks she's going to help her aunt but really her aunt doesn't need help and she's a very capable Irish woman who runs rings around everybody and he's a um he was a soft was a CEO or owner of a software company and for a bunch of reasons sold up and packed up his life and moved over to Ireland from the states as well and he's wandering around with his guitar by memory I think it's guitar yeah Yeah. and doing gigs at pubs and stuff and I just love this story I mean the whole I mean we have pubs in Australia that are different to Irish pubs and English pubs but they definitely have roots that go back to those places so that whole sort of pub thing I just think is really fun and she was like she was attracted to him right but yeah obviously some guy who just like wanders around and makes music and pubs is not worthy of her notice yes no he sings for his supper she's not interested in in basically a gypsy (laughs) yeah she wants a guy with a little more ambition in life yeah she doesn't realize that he's been there done that and yeah. out. Got the yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad you published that and didn't leave it in the bottom drawer after it wasn't ex- in the passport yeah. for love series. Yeah. yeah passport for romance. Was, yeah. Was uh, one that you got glimpses of a few different Irish places, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not all just like one little town. No, she uh, he she does some traveling because her aunt. Yeah forces her to basically yeah and I love the traveling like it's so fun it's all around County Cork isn't Mm -hmm. it yeah yeah I I love that and going to the castles and it's just you can we I mean I think because we've been so travel deprived um particularly in Australia where we've been locked up for a couple of years really um it's just the thought of being able to travel via a movie or a book is just super exciting because we can't just go and buy a ticket and get a visa and jump on a plane so one day we'll be able to do that look forward to it that's the hope right for sure yeah soon yeah maybe yeah (laughs) What's number two for you, Valerie? Um, Jenny B. Jones. Okay. There You'll Find Me. It's an older title and it's actually more new adult than um, CCR. 18-year-old Finley decides to go to Ireland to honor her dead brother, hoping for inspiration to complete her audition for music school. And so, um, so she's young it's a young love kind of story um she meets Beckett on the plane he's an actor and a bad boy he's on his way to Ireland to make a movie I believe can't remember anyways um he's used to teens falling all over him and and she does not so 
it causes him to offer her a deal. He'll show her around and stuff if she will just pretend to be his girlfriend and keep all the crazies away. Nice. Now, this one I think was made into a movie, but I forgot to look up what the movie is called. Yeah. I don't think it's the same title. It is. And I it haven't seen movie. the movie. I haven't seen the movie because I'm thinking Canada. Finding Me, but I could be wrong. Maybe. Um, but if I can get my hands on that sometime, I'll watch it. But not not every movie comes to Amazon Prime in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I say, or the local theater, which also has been closed a whole lot in the last two years. I so, haven't seen the movie. I heard uh, there's a lot of chatter on social media about yeah, it. There was a for a while, a year yeah. or two ago. It's been a bit. And I haven't read this book since it since it first came out, which is probably more than 10 years. Um, but Find, when I finding was thinking, you. Finding, finding You is the movie. Yeah. Which Find, one? Finding, finding You is the movie. Okay. Um, but when I started thinking, what have I read that's set in Ireland? I remembered this. So to me, that's a um, measure of a tale well told to remember 10 or more years later um, that you read it and liked it. The movie so. says 2011. So yeah, it's um, it's been out there a while. Yeah. <laughs> 11 years. Yeah. Cool. I haven't read that one. It sounds fun though. Mm. He's got a very unique and cheeky voice. Yeah, cool. Irish. You expect that to see Irish. Well, yeah, no, Jenny B. Jones does. I mean, oh, okay. Has a a, has a definite way with words. I read um, "Save the Date" by her, which is about Finley's brother. not the dead one. <laughs> um, and so that one had come out first and Finley was a minor character in it. So I probably wouldn't have picked up the young adult book so much, but because I already knew her from the other one I did and I really enjoyed it. So, cool. and then the fact that it was set in Ireland didn't hurt. Yeah. No, indeed. <laughs> All right. I have another one. Do you, do you guys want to go another round? We've got the time. Sure. Go okay. for it. Okay. All right. So um, I will choose Spring's Promise, also by Mary Newkerman. It it may not count because it is set in 1972. So I don't know if we consider that historical or contemporary. Technically, genre rules say that it's contemporary, but... Contemptical? What? <laughs> Contemptible. Contemptible. There we go. <laughs> Contemptible. Yeah, I didn't. But... I didn't choose this one because it was 1972, and I thought, oh, well, I get it's in trouble. Elementary. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just break the rules. I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't care. Well, I'm you made the rules. the rules, so I guess you break them. In. <laughs> um. So it, it is set in 1972, but what, and it's in Northern Ireland. Um, and that is honestly what I loved about it is because that was sort of. Uh, I want to say the height, but it certainly was in the middle of all of the tension and the fighting um, in Northern Ireland during that time. And that is, in fact, a big part of the plot. Um, And so that's not something I have read a lot about. And so I enjoyed um, getting a glimpse of of the the tensions and the fighting and the, you know, what it was to live where there were you know, curbs blocking off where you could or couldn't go based on, you you know, your beliefs. Um, So it's, it's, it was well-written and, um, you know, of course, 
of course it's people from you know opposite sides of the of the fight who are falling in love um because it has to be um and Marion just did a, a fantastic job with it I believe because she lived I know she lived in Ireland and I believe she lived in Northern Ireland for yeah. for some time during you know while that so she had firsthand experience of of what living there was so um and it shows I think in that one I really really enjoyed that one so Narelle what's your next one my next one is, this is my last one, is Star Rising by Janet W. Ferguson, which I have also spoken about in a couple of previous episodes. So you can go check the show notes if you haven't listened to it. Um, but this to me was like the ultimate island vacation romance story. And um, Star is on a basically accompanying her employer, who's an, an older lady, a senior, I should say, and who <laughs> is her dying wish basically is to go to um to Ireland and do a tour so she's basically working and being her um doing her personal care and looking after her and the her employer's nephew is extremely suspicious of star and thinks are you trying to get my um aunt's money blah 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 so he decides to tag along on the tour and it's just hilarious it's a really it's a lot of fun moments and it's the vacation that you'd love to take but at the same time there's parts of that vacation you certainly don't want to be on and don't want to take as well so if you want to see some of the probably the touristy sort of highlights of um island it's a really good read yeah with a really good message being a janet book as well she always has a good spiritual message in her stories this is also my last book that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> uh, so thank you, uh, because I didn't <laughs> write down a lot of stuff other than that Janet W. Ferguson, Star Rising, because mm-hmm. I had three. Yep. I figured it was good. Yeah. Um, but that, I, that's what I remember strongly, too, is that you got a real sense of place mm-hmm. as well yeah. as um, as well as a very interesting and compelling romance yeah yeah it was a a good story yeah you both had mentioned it enough that um on the podcast that I I added it and read it and really enjoyed yeah um really enjoyed it as well and yeah her trip to Ireland is not as fun as (laughs) as it maybe should have been uh there are lots of little mishaps but um but it is it is really a delightful story um for sure for sure all right, I feel like you can't talk about romance in Ireland without at least mentioning a couple of movies. Um, I, I think you, you probably could. You think you could? <laughs> okay, you'd be willing to take that risk. <laughs> um, I, Narelle and I feel like maybe we need to mention a couple of movies. Um, and do you? We do. We do. Um, yes. if, if anything, we have to mention Pierce Brosnan. Like you can't mention romance in Ireland and not at least just mention his name, like, you know, because women of a certain age all love Pierce Brosnan. So yeah. um, it's a pretty big age is. range. So, you know, but we, we all fit in that range. <laughs> um, but there are two that that stuck out to me as just favorites. Um, my first is Leap Year, which is Amy Adams yeah. and Matthew Good. Um, there's a thing in Ireland um, that on uh, leap year, leap day, February 29th, 
their uh, women can propose marriage. And so she's been waiting and waiting and waiting for her boyfriend to propose and he's just not. But he has this business trip to Ireland that's going to be over leap year. And so she's like, well, by golly, I'm going to join you on this trip and I'm going to propose. And um, it's just like comedy of errors ensues as it must for romantic comedy. Um, And she ends up needing help from Declan, who is a local pub owner. um, And uh, she, you know, as you do, you ultimately realize that the business focused won't commit jerk that you were in love with or you thought you were in love with is actually not the right man for you but this local pub owner and ireland are what has captured your heart so obviously (laughs) obviously obviously um and then also laws of attraction uh which is pierce brosnan yes and um julianne moore i believe and they are um divorce attorneys who have their clients fighting over the ownership of an Irish castle. And so they determine that they're going to go to the castle because neither of them will move out because they want to make sure that they get this castle in the divorce. And so they have to go to Ireland to try and negotiate this divorce. And it turns out um, that they, Pierce and Julianne had at one time been an item and had gotten married in Ireland, um, but were not acknowledging it. Um, And some fun things turn up as a result of that uh, as well. But it's, I mean, it's Pierce Brosnan. So, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you have others, Narelle, that, that, well, we, we were on a unity ticket with our order because that was the order <laughs> I had down. Okay. But the third one I have that I have now, I have not watched this movie for a very long time, so I can't even really tell you much about it. But I do remember loving this movie. And it's Circle of Friends with Minnie Driver and Chris O'Donnell. Okay. And I think Maeve Vinci, if I memory, if I'm getting it right, was, was based on one of her books. Okay. And it was a lovely um, movie that had all the Irish um, things that you look for in it okay. as well. So that would be the, the, the one I would add okay. to go and look for. Okay. Older movie. Okay. I'm showing my age. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan did a couple that he even, I think, wrote and produced, um, but they mm-hmm. didn't qualify as romantic movies. So I didn't include yep. them. But um, yeah. But again, my fascination with Pierce Brosnan knows no bounds. So um, <laughs> and Ireland. It's, he's, he's my Richard Gere. Uh, you know, yeah. Narelle has Richard Gere and yes. I have Pierce Brosnan. So <laughs> I even enjoy Mamma Mia, though everyone says he can't sing. I didn't think he was that bad. So um, <laughs> that's true devotion. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> um, all right. Final thoughts on Ireland. Irish romance. Well, I just I'm wondering when we're going to set up this trip. Well, we yes, (laughs) yes. That's my final thought. Yes, is is when are we doing this? I think we have to wait for that whole gazillionaire because of book royalties thing. Oh, so (laughs) not next week. Not next week, sadly. No. Or next year. Yeah, probably not next year. Sorry. It would be nice. At least you can leave the country. We, we, I think um, we'll be able to leave. You can't get back in. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if you can get into Ireland. Like, so even if you could leave the country, they might not let you in. So true. uh, Yeah. But definitely a summer. We need to go during summer, not winter. Yeah. My two trips were both in February and it actually was quite nice. 
Okay. So, yeah. Um, I am not opposed to shoulder season at all. So oh, we'll keep that in mind. Okay. Yes. All right. Good. <laughs> so uh, let us know what we missed. Um, if you have an Irish CCR that, that we didn't get to, please let us know in the comments and, um, or movie, because Valerie is always looking for movie ideas. <laughs> No, she's not. <laughs> yes, she is. She just doesn't know it, is what it has is. has to be on she... Amazon Prime, though. Yeah. In yeah. Canada. In Canada. Good luck with that. Oh, not all right. Much there. So leave us a comment and let us know. And if you are on YouTube, um, don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell. Thank you so much for being here with us tonight. And we will look forward to seeing you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone.